today on The Daily Charge. More on Google. We're looking at the Pixelbook Go, the death of Google VR, and the lack of 5G on the Pixel 4. Welcome to The Daily Charge. It's Wednesday, October 16th. I'm Roger Chang. With me are Scott Stein and Jessica Dolcor. We're still recapping Made by Google. Now, we couldn't fit everything into everything Google announced into yesterday's show, so we're doubling down. And fortunately, both of you were at the show yesterday. Uh, first off, we want to talk about Pixel 4. One of the key features missing, at least for me, is 5G, because I'm obsessed about 5G. Uh, now, that wasn't necessarily a surprise, but there were some reports that a 5G variant was popping up. Uh, Jess, how big of a deal is it that 5G wasn't even mentioned at this event? I think in terms of practicality, it's not a huge deal. Um, we are actually, you and I actually uh, suggest to people to hold off on buying a 5G phone. This isn't the right time. I think it's going to be a different story a year from now where every phone that matters will have at least a 5G variant, if mm -hmm. not come out only in 5G. And that's because the networks are still growing. Uh, the chips are still being involved and the designs are too. To the, the cost of getting a 5G phone is going to be really high because you're paying for expensive yeah. hardware um, and you know, the, the network just isn't available yet. So if there is going to be a surcharge, that's going to be expensive too. Um, so I, I would say when it comes to practicality for 2019, 5G isn't important. Yeah, For 2020, it, that might be a different story. Yeah, it is noteworthy that like Apple and Google are really the only companies right now not talking about 5G. Everyone else is like, 5G, 5G, 5G. Uh, one of the other aspects I wrote about yesterday was the fact that Verizon isn't uh, the exclusive partner for the Pixel anymore. This thing will be out every major US carrier. How big of a deal is that, Jess? That is a huge deal. Uh, one of the biggest, I think, things that hurt the Pixel 3 last year in terms of sales, and Google even acknowledged that sales were not great, yeah. was the fact that people thought that the Pixel 3 was only available through Verizon, when in fact you could also buy it through Google's site. That right. just wasn't communicated well. It's crystal clear from the Pixel 3a and from the Pixel 4 now that you can walk into any carrier store, mm -hmm. which we know is where the vast majority of people buy their phones, and be able to pick it up and look at it alongside another competitor device. For sure. And the Pixel 3a definitely did extremely well, doubling sales in the second quarter. And Sundar Sounds Pichai, like that wasn't hard, to be honest. And Sundar Pichai, I mean, basically called out the fact that that extra distribution helped a lot. All right, moving on to another product announced, the Pixelbook Go. It's a bit pricey at $649. Scott, you had some hands-on time with it. Yeah. What'd you think? So, I mean, it's a Chromebook. It's a very nice Chromebook, and it kind of feels much more like a laptop. That's not new in the world of Chromebooks. And, and so what Google's trying to do here is kind of a, a strange betweener and a little bit of backtracking mm -hmm. because the Pixelbook that came out in 2017 was the super premium Chromebook. And it's great, but it was like, you know, $1,000 range. And then they tried to move into tablet territory, and they've been moving into that last year with the Pixel Slate, which was the Chrome tablet. But they've completely pulled back from that mm -hmm. and, and from tablets as a whole for Google. And so now the Pixelbook Go is trying to be a more affordable Pixelbook without the tablet, but it's not more affordable than most of the Chromebooks that you would get in any store. Which is more like the two or three hundred dollar. Two or three hundred dollar, yeah. Yep. And that's what most people are used to paying for these. I think Google's always in the position of trying to further the premium element uh, and the to push into the laptop zone of Chromebooks. And I think Chromebooks are great, mm -hmm. but there's a point at which how much would you would you pay? Right. And they're staying out of that competition with OEMs for the three hundred dollar. All right. And lastly, Daydream, Google's phone VR headset, uh, which was supposed to be their way of jumpstarting the whole category, is officially dead. So what happened? Requiem for the 
for the daydream. The, uh, the <laughs> there we go. There with that headline I was going to use. Uh, so daydream, it's like the death of mobile phone VR at this point. Mm. Uh, between this and Samsung Gear VR, which Oculus uh, gave a eulogy to. At and then their Samsung developer never conference. talks about Samsung never talked about it. They're right. just they just kind of let it yep. die without talking about it. Uh, but but Google has admitted that Daydream um, is you will still get apps, but it's not supported on the phones and they're not going to sell the headset anymore. That's after uh, back at Google I.O., um, Google had said that they're not currently pursuing any Oculus Quest like future standalone VR mm-hmm. stuff right now. I mean, I think what we're looking at is, sure, maybe you could say VR is dead, but it's not dead. It's still around. But the idea of it for the average consumer as a a hook Mm -hmm. is dead. The idea of it to sell a phone is dead. And we're looking at things like computer vision, AR, things that you could move through space, which is, you know, like the hand tracking or what AR does. And those headsets didn't do any of that. So I think that um, it's also hard to keep having every phone work in these new adapters. Yes. And it just wasn't moving. People weren't interested. It wasn't selling units. I think I have like four or five of these like VR headsets in my closet collecting dust right now. Hey, I have a new headline for you, by the way. Yeah. Google is no longer a daydream believer. That could be like, (laughs) maybe that's the deck. (laughs) <laughs> that's the social that's really that inside. is a good snappy deck though, I like that actually. though that's okay that's that how down. the sausage is made but so, it's sad because there are some really cool experiences but you know that's it yes for the Daily Charge I'm Roger Chang this is Scott Stein this is Jessica Dolcourt thanks for joining us 